Alright, welcome in everybody to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your co-host Mike along with Chuck here. What up? What's going on Chuck? Oh, nothing much my friend. How yeah. are you? Good, good. This week, Barry was bagged and kidnapped by somebody, right? And obviously, I think at the end of it we realized it was... Um, Moss. Yeah, Moss. Former Detective Moss. Yeah, and so he's got Barry tied up in his garage and... Uh, <laughs> He's got him. He's got him like basically blindfolded out. So I love those glasses. It's yeah. like it's sensory deprivation glasses. Yeah, yeah. And, and Barry's seeing like his kid. Yeah, know? he's got he's got him hooked up to some kind of drugs IV, and it, like Barry's seeing his kid, and then he's seeing Cousinow and the beach and the Kansas desert prairies, whatever. Um, he's like trying to talk to him, and he's like praying, and yeah. Moss is like, "Oh, you think that's gonna help you now?" Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um. I don't. I did, there wasn't much into that other than Barry seeing shit. Well, and then Barry, when he's talking to Kusa, you know, he's like, you know, I gave you two hundred fifty thousand right. dollars, and yeah. that triggers. Yeah, I think it's it, it it's hard to recap this like linearly because yeah. there's like two kind of parallel storylines going on. It's true, or three actually, because you have you Sally have, and yeah, and then Noho and the mm. Raven, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, with the the Barry part. You know, like, well, they, Moss here's $250,000 to Kusino, and, yep. and it immediately, like, deprograms Moss from what he's doing. Yeah, immediately changes targets. Yeah, yeah. and he asked Barry, what $250,000, right? And then so he, now this has triggered something in Detective Moss that's like, and as we go through the, as we go like through the episode in this scenario, Kusanau is getting calls from a supposed agent yeah. of that Daniel Day Lewis wants to play him. Yeah, we want to do the movie. And and they want to do the movie because he doesn't want to do the movie. Yeah. And there's an article that yeah, he's about. Yeah, he's got like articles going yeah. out. Like yeah. his agent is like, "This is real shit. Like yeah. you're an activist now. Yeah. Like ridiculous." But anyway, uh, Nate Cordry, um, yes. the actor from um, the man, uh, damn it, with, I struggled with the stupid name of this show the other day, too. Uh, um, the NASA show. For All Mankind. For All Mankind. Yeah. I'm like, first man, <laughs> yeah. man on the moon, For All Mankind. Yep. Um, he pretends to be a talent agent with yep. like UAT or, or some. Yep. Ng saying like Daniel Day Lewis is going to come out of retirement to play you, and Mark Wahlberg wants to play Barry, <laughs> but he doesn't want Barry to be like yeah. a, a serial killer, the villain, the villain, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that's he's like, well, Barry's Kusino's Barry's misunderstood, and like so, you have all this going on, and you're like, you kind, I kind of felt like this was something, yeah. I thought more was like. Maybe Barry or Moss or Noho. Yeah. I mean, it could have been anybody. It didn't feel were, real. Yeah. Yeah. But Cousineau's ego. Yeah. It, I mean, he told the reporter the whole story, acted out the story. You knew, you knew you could appeal to his ego to get him to start. Yeah. Moss knows that, right? Like, yeah. And, and that's the other thing is like Moss had the journalist like notebook and he was like 250,000 to see. Yeah. And so yeah. he knew it was Cousineau, right? And so then he's like, oh, shit. And so, yeah, Gene is back 
peddling on killing the movie. Yeah. Wants Daniel Day Lewis to play him. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> My left foot. Ooh, deep cut. Ooh, deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So that was a funny line. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think that's when he he meets with the talent agent at the park. Yeah. And Kusnow just sees everything as a like a movie or a play. Yeah. And he's like, uh, don't don't sit next to me. Don't yeah. don't even talk to me. Just talk on your phone. Yeah. And they have this conversation, of course, and then when he hears Daniel Day Lewis, he of course shits his pants and stands up yeah. and starts talking to him. The umbrella comes down, he walks over to him. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean and then you know, they're arranging a meeting with Mark Wahlberg at the four seasons uh, yeah. and Wait, do you, do you think Mark Wahlberg will come here? To yeah. the woods? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they go into this room, and and we'll give this away because we're gonna have to yeah, jump yeah. around with the scenarios. But for sure, um, he walks in, and there's Moss, there's um, his son, yeah. Kusno's son, the uh, lead detective lead on detective. the case. I think on uh, Janet Moss's case. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the FBI maybe. Yeah, there's multiple people that yeah. weren't aware who they were, but it's all like <laughs> law enforcement. And, and then the talent agent is an actor. Oh, yeah. I'm just an actor. <laughs> yeah, I was in your class. Remember, yeah. I did a <laughs> eight years ago. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, you could. That's a funny thing because I think I don't know who hired him as the actor, but like, like Moss, you know, would be like who knows Cousineau, right? Yeah. Like, from how his interrogation methods and. He can break people down. Like, you know, like, okay, this guy was in Kusino's class. Kusino would never know because his, never his know. ego is yeah. so... He doesn't care. He yeah. doesn't care about the helping these people. Uh-uh. He's just trying to make money or, you know, whatever, but... Yeah. And inflate his own ego. But, you know, basically Moss has determined, which we know is false, at least from what we know... Yeah. That... <laughs> that Kusino... Or... Barry paid Kusinau, and they think Kusinau is, like, connected with the Chechnyans yeah. that killed um, yeah. Janice Moss. Yeah, Gene told the oh, agent-slash-actor yeah. that Barry would do anything he's... You know, yeah. he, he, he would do anything for yeah. me, blah, 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 yeah. and how he's... Oh, maybe he had... Barry kill Moss yeah. because she was on to them about the Chechens. Yes. And just this ridiculous narrative that has now been spun, right? Yeah. That is hilarious. It's hilarious. It's, it's believable in how they set up with Kusinow and then they're... <laughs> Your connection with the Raven. He's not even real! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's real. Uh, but, yeah, no, he shot his son, like... Oh, my uh, God, yeah. Basically because he was... He asked one too many times about, about where the, the money, money. Yeah, yeah, for the house came because he bought the house with it. Yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. And also, you can't buy a house for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And I know, like, what part of LA yeah. is that? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that lays out because you know, Mike and I were talking about the show and how it with Barry. I think, Bill, you know, my mind, okay, Bill Hader would want Barry to be killed at the end. Yeah. But then Barry keeps finding his his way out of all these problems. And now here we like in my estimation he would be killed at the end of the show. But and I thought like Moss would just spend like the last couple of shows torturing while everything else was going on around him. Yeah. And then no, immediately like Moss like basically lets him out like sets a knife there for yeah. him to 
I think he said that. I think he did that on yeah. purpose. Yeah. So Barry could get like he going. He wants Cousineau now. Yeah. Because he's like in his mind, Cousineau like he's the mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe Barry was a vulnerable military, you yeah. know, and, vet. And, yeah. And, and Cousineau, he turned him yeah. right yeah. when all in reality it was Fuchs, yeah. but. Yeah, because well, they think the Raven is. Uh, some people are thinking the Raven's not even real. Oh so, my God. like, Jesus, dude. It's just like Cousineau's the uh, in with the Chechen Mafia. And, I'm going to laugh when they say that Cousineau was the real Raven. <laughs> <laughs> so now, I mean, we didn't see like him get arrested or anything. But no, no, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Barry was at the house and finally, like, Moss left a knife on the table. He used it. He cut himself free. Yeah, cut, cut his himself, hand. Yeah. And they like went into the house and there's like football on in the living yeah. room or something. And he like passes out because of the drugs. I yeah. gotta imagine. Yeah. Well, I think it's from, from the yeah, blood. Yeah. Cut his but head. then he wakes up and sees that Moss is not there. And then we yeah. see Barry like leave. We don't see him again no. right, this episode. So yeah. we don't know where Barry's going at all. Nope. The other two parts we have that we have Sally and the son. John. John in L.A., they call Cousineau... From the airport. From the airport to pick him up. And it's so funny because Cousineau, like... Oh, anything. Well, (laughs) anything, but he has to call... He has to go meet the agent, right, in the woods. So instead of, like, where normally you'd be, like, calling the police or the FBI or whatever... He's back in his ego thing again, where it's like, oh, uh, oh, this person was play. Oh, I'm gonna have this meeting. Oh, I'm gonna be a star. Like, and I'm just, I'm not an activist. I'm yeah, an egotistical actor. Yeah. So they, but they, they find uh, Sally and the son find the way to Cousineau's house. Yep. And Sally sees a cop, and she, well. We don't know if she really sees the cop, but she thinks she sees a cop, or the screen shows that she sees a cop. She walks over there and talks to him, and she wants to turn herself in, and his eye starts to bleed, and I can't remember what he said, but it's like, we don't know if this is real or a figment of imagination, because... She's going crazy, dude. once, Once she turns back around and starts walking after the cop takes off in the car... Two of NoHo Hank's men yep. are there. To the the kids already in a van and they're about to grab her. So, yeah. you know we have, um, you know Cousinau in with all the the cops and everything, thinking that he did it in a hotel room. We have Barry. We don't know where he is. We have Sally and uh, John. Oh no, because we do know this is sorry I missed this so. Noho Hank at the end calls uh, Barry's phone. Yes. And Barry's leaving out, grabs the phone and is leaving Moss's house. As Noho Hank is saying, um, if you want to see your family again, yeah. come see me. So I think it's setting up a big confrontation at the end, yeah. most likely. Um, the only thing we didn't talk about was the, the whole Raven scenario. So. so good. Real quick, nitpick. When Noho Hank called Barry from Sally's phone, yeah. and it rang to Barry's phone, yeah. Jackie caught this. It said Sally on his phone. But did he use, did he use Sally's phone? I think he used Sally's phone. Yeah, but 
she's been going by another name. Oh, so that's yeah. a real quick way to get busted or your son to find out that you're not really named whatever your fake name was. Yeah. Yeah, and then Noho Hank like took the wig off of her and her son was like, what the f-? like?" But the son had previously said, like, is it normal for to yeah. the other kids? You're normal to mom to put a wig on every morning? Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. like, I think he, I'm sure he's starting to figure out now, probably in his little kid. That kid's going to be a psycho. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My parents are real people. Yeah. Well, and that's what, like, even at that one episode, he's like, who's Barry? Mom, who's Barry? Oh, yeah, like, that's so right, I, yeah. But, yeah, for her to have Sally yeah, cause when, phone. Yeah, because when she came home drunk yeah. and the kid was asleep, like, he could overhear, because there's that little window in his bedroom to the living room, Barry was like, why would you do that, Sally? Why would you come home drunk? And he's like, Sally. Like, so. Well, and then, yeah, and then... When she yells out Barry when they find the alerts, and she's like, Yeah, it's Barry. It's just yeah, ridiculous yeah. her name in his phone was Sally. Yeah, like, yeah it should be. If they, you're going undercover, you, go, yeah. you gotta go full on. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Oh, and then the, we have the note, the, the Raven now. Oh, I uh, love. No, Noho Hank and his underlings are like, they hire the Fubar, Fubak uh, boys. Like they're like four soldiers, so they want to yeah. kill the Raven. The world's best mur- uh, like assassins or yeah. some shit. Yeah, they want the Raven and the his lackeys out of the house. Yeah, like I, there's not much context why, but yeah, yeah. after yeah they were they had that dinner that one night. And yeah, the Raven got drunk and oh, was like, yeah. "Hey, you killed Cristobal. Good for you. Yeah, like, you consolidated your empire." And he was like, "Get the fuck out!" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, now he wants him out, and I, I'm guessing the Raven was like, "I'm not leaving." And so now he's like audition. He's auditioning these four assassins, and I love how after the first one he's like, "Yes, please." Add yeah. the cart. Yeah, add the cart. Add the cart. <laughs> and then it's like, "Oh, you're like the last one was like young and attractive," and he's like, "I don't even care what you do." Like, and didn't the- even get into his CV. Yeah. He was like yeah. hired. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we see that. Hank goes back to his office and like, how did it go? And like, no word yet. Or we did get a package from the Raven. We and, uh, we lost contact yeah. with him as soon as they got to the building. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's four boxes on the desk. Yeah, with blood on the bottom. And it's like, oh, that's his head. Oh. And then, what could they be? Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing they're heads, but we haven't looked yet. Did he say, like, Schrodinger's cat or something like that? No, but that's what I kept thinking of that, because, like, if they don't open the box, like, uh, like Willis and Succession last week, Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. But, yeah, they don't, they're not dead if you don't open the box. Um, but, yeah, and then he gets to the third box, and he's like, why do we keep opening these? Yeah, then he opens the fourth yeah, then he opens one. The fourth one. Oh yeah, and it, so, yeah. Was there anything else then before we come back to the Raven? I don't think so. No, but they were like, "All right, we're gonna take care." Well, they said they're gonna take care of this themselves, and then they go back to the. <laughs> well, think you're gonna go up against on a suicide mission, and then they go to, they go to the back to the Raven, and he's like, uh, "He." They're like, "So I don't know, like." You know, I'm sorry what you had to see. And his his they're, lady they're, and her daughter. The conversation with this la- the lady and the daughter and the daughter is like, yeah, that's not ideal. Or like, <laughs> she, they're having this very rational conversation about like. What uh, about that was traumatizing? Yeah. Well, usually yeah. around the chopping of the heads yeah. part. Yeah, <laughs> when the heads were cut off. <laughs> that's up there like mopping up the blood. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's not just the raven. It's like his whole it's crew. There's like 20 of them. And then the one guy's like, well, what if, what if, like, 
I take them out for a nice meal next time, you know, when 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 there's when there's gonna be this. And like, how do you plan that? Like, yeah, this was an ambush. How are you yeah. gonna plan a dinner around this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they could um, wear headphones. Yeah. The other yeah, guy was but... like, "Yeah, what about uh, noise canceling headphones?" <laughs> Those screams were pretty loud. I mean, the guy was screaming, "You cut his ear off." Well, what if they like noise canceling headphones? Like, what if they watch the movie? And he's like, yeah. "I don't think so." Well, that Fast and Furious movie was pretty, pretty loud, man. And he's like, "Well, yeah, but you need a sound bar for that." That's not what I'm talking about. Like, there was literally like a three minute dialogue yeah. of how they, and then it was. Uh, I still think I could play in a dinner. Yeah. Like, I think I could make it happen. And then literally the next scene, you see them taking off down there. At, like, And then all of a sudden, Noho and his, driver, his uh, worker come up. And they get out with like a shitty-looking tripod. It's and just like, a telescope, basically. <laughs> I was like, what are they going to look in there? It's like That's a what I, I thought it was and, like a spotting scope. I was like, yeah, what is this going to do? A little, like a dangling, like a little rocket. They put it in the tube and shoots it, and it like looks like it's going there, and it veers off. It barely misses. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear like bullets, like don't don't dot dot. Reload. Yeah. I only brought the one missile. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You told me to. You told me to cut cut expenses. <laughs> I mean, like office supplies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when bullets start like whizzing and whipping. And past. They, they get chased out, and they get kind of cornered, and. <laughs> Hank's driver gets killed, but he somehow escapes. He calls. He calls. Ends up at a house. He calls. He called. Well, he calls Fuchs from the limo and calm up, calm up. No, you're gonna, you're gonna die. And and next we see fucking Noho and secretary's picking him up. Yeah, it's like thank you, like to the lady, like for Linger letting me use her phone. <laughs> He's all fucking like, ban- like just because he rolled down the hill. And then he winds up with his house, and he's like, "Here, take this." And it's like a Coca Cola, and he's yeah, like, "Take this, I don't yeah, want this." I don't want yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> that's the shit I love about the show. Yeah, just the whimsical. It's like super dark and fucked up. Oh, yeah. And then you got Noah Hang stuff like that is like just fabulous and and it's funny because noho hang and fuchs and barry like never really suffer many consequences now i mean barry and fuchs were in prison you know um noho killed cristobal so he's dealing with that but like those are very minor i mean for what they're doing they're really not suffering any consequence i mean hank should have been killed Multiple times, and yeah. then that's not Barry, who's been killed or in prison multiple times, and Fuchs similar. So, so the other brilliant show on HBO, or if you're watching on streaming, uh, Max now as of today, Succession. Uh, amazing Church show. in State. Yes, episode nine, the penultimate as well. Would you classify it as the best episode of the season? So I rewatched it today. Okay. And it's fantabulous. When I watched it Sunday night, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then when I rewatched it today, I'm like, this fucking cooks. I don't know if it's the best of the season. I'm trying to think of which one I liked the most. I don't. I think Logan's death was probably the best episode of the season. Just the way they shot, 
and how the back and forth between the kids and the plane and the wedding and then meeting at the airport and yeah you know how each kid was dealing with the situation yep i think that was like one of the most beautiful like expressions of raw kind of emotion and how people would be dealing with that like yeah. in a real life scenario Reaction. Like, yeah. if you know your parent or family member lives in a different or is in a different location and yeah. you're hearing it second hand from someone on site what's going on and how they're dealing with that and it doesn't seem real um you know so i i think that was the best episode um but this was close like what do you what do you think we talked about it a little bit earlier today about you know some people thought maybe it was like one of the best episodes of the show mm-hmm. or of the season at least and then after, uh, I didn't think so after watching it the first time. Yeah. But I think the rewatch changes your perspective. There's yeah. so many, there's so many things going on. There's so many lines. There's so many throwaway lines. Yeah. Like, this gets us to the door of the show ending. But I, I think it, it may be the best episode of the season, just on, on how funny it is and how, like, it's it's literally an audition yeah. for the kids, basically, in their eulogies to, like, say who wants to lead the company almost yeah no i think who can stand up to the to the public scrutiny yeah and it's what's interesting is i think but i think this narrative has been repeated throughout the show but you don't realize i mean you mean it's not as prevalent but i mean logan was all three of these kids in one And, but the similar things keep happening. Every time you think Roman is going to be in, you realize he's, you know, still a child or still, he doesn't know how to process things. And like, he's not, as they say, just a boy, not a serious person in, in this. And he'll have, you know, good moments and moments where he's on top, but it's an eventually crumble because he doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah. And you can only like sarcastically comment and deal with situations with sarcasm for so long before you have to deal with them like in real life. Yeah. Till you're, he doesn't deal with it until he's in the moment and then it hits him. He like sees his dad's coffin. Yeah. And he's like, is he in there? Like, yeah. he's like freaking yeah. out. Is he, is he, yeah, like, and just you see, like, from the confidence of last week, the, the election episode, getting them to call, call for Mankin, and like, really being the deal maker and wheeler dealer, and then, then like he he's crumbling because he pre even this episode, like Frank's like, are you okay, son? And he's like. Yeah, it's okay. I'm, uh, I pre-graved. I'm not your son. I'm like, not your son. Yeah, I, have, but, I already pre-graved. Yeah, but he's like, he cracks. And, I mean, it leads to Mankin calling Tiny Tears. And, Tiny uh, Tears. Like, oh, my God. But he just, and it reminded me of something. It's a different style show, but Arrested Development, when, like, I think it's season three or something, Michael gets to finally run the company, basically, and he, like, kind of tears up and people are like, oh, like, 
uh, can't take you seriously. Like, you yeah. can't take him seriously as a leader, yeah. right? Because you're thinking of someone stoic. and Yeah, they want and, somebody to be, like, stone-faced stoic. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, this opens the door back up, you know, for Kendall. And, like, Kendall's good at speeches. But, again, as we see from last episode, he can't make a deal. He can't negotiate worse shit. Now, we'll see if it pans out if he makes it because he's bringing Colin uh, and he has Hugo, but like he's trying to make a deal with Mankin and just gets like toasted. Yeah. You know, gets over one of the funniest scenes when I rewatched it today where all the kids go in on <laughs> at the same time. But, um, and then Shiv's always making, she's always making deals like politician wheeling and dealing, but we'll see. I mean, she's making deals that, people back out of or the wrong deal, yeah. you know, going all in on Matson. Well, it may work out now, but is Matson's going to screw her yeah. if it works out for Matson. Yeah. So everybody has their own agenda and they want nothing to do with the three. Yeah. Non-serious children that Logan yeah. produced. Well, and I think there's a, the conversation between Matson and Mankin where he says, look, do you want to deal with two tiny uh, tiny people in your pocket or, like, an international... Um, it says, Entrepreneur or something. It's yeah. something, like, yeah. that... It get it, Whatever his line is, but it's like, like, I'm the Titan. Logan was a Titan. Yeah. I'm the Titan. Yeah. Do you want to deal with these little peddly deal makers that are... that... that <laughs> aren't going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Right. So I think that's, I think that's no matter how hard the, the kids try, they're not going to be able to replace Logan or no. earn that respect, um, that he had. So I think that's where, you know, they're all going to, I mean, we can talk more in a minute about how we think, but I mean, we're pretty aligned that all of them are going to get fucked, yeah, in some for sure. form or fashion at the end. Yeah. So, and they're all dealing with their own problems, right? Like yeah. the the episode opens, I think, it, like Ken is on his way to the funeral, yeah, and like his uh, Rob is calling him, and she's like, "I'm taking the kids out of the city. Like this, yeah. the city's going to implode. Like everybody's going to, let's get it. Like they're going to storm the thirtieth floor, of the whatever penthouse she's living at." But yeah, uh, so he like gets over to her place, and he's like, "I'm going to lay down in front of your car. I'm going to get like an emergency injunction. Yeah. You're not taking my kids." Well, he's so. I mean, he's so outside. Of reality. Yeah. I mean, when you're in that 1% and you you think you're, you can do anything and you're invincible or He's you're. Too meta and, or whatever. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it's just kind of like, and even later on, he says, like, what's, uh, I'm going to file for, like, uh, child custody? Like custody. Dude didn't fucking talk to his kids. Like, no. Yeah. So. It's it's all a power. It's all he's been thirsting for power yeah. his entire life. He thinks he's Logan now. Yeah. Like Yeah. And, but yeah, we'll do a quick recap since yeah. we're jumping around. But um it said at the beginning Kendall is talking at Rava, taking kids out of town. Like Kendall the whole city's like to, boarding up, like they're putting yeah. up like Yeah, because we have chaos after the election. Yeah. The ATN called it for Mankin. Yeah. The firebombing in Wisconsin. Logan's funeral is the day after the election. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 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 So 
I think you put them on ice for a little bit, like. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and then so they all uh, Roman's practicing practicing the speech in his apartment. Yeah. Great view of the city. Super confident. Yada yada I'd yada. Lo- things. His, his penthouse. Uh, yeah. Penthouse is great, but he's he's on top of the world because after what he did the other day of making great television, and pulling the deal, um, and then they get in the car. With uh, all the kids getting the car together, um, <laughs> Shiv tells the boys that um, she's pregnant. pregnant. Roman says, "Is it mine?" <laughs> and then he said, "If if uh, should we should we do it again? Uh, we can have a second one." Like he's so fucked up. And, it's so good. And then he says, <laughs> "If you start breastfeeding, I'm gonna." Start jerking off. off, like not not because it's weird, but yeah, because it's hot, yeah, because <laughs> it's hot. Like he goes in bang, 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 in like fifteen yeah. seconds, yeah, just hammers it. Yeah, first ten minutes of the show, he's already batting like a thousand. Yeah, yeah, and Kren's like, can we can we stop this? Yeah. Like uh, today, guys, today, guys, yeah. just today. Like yeah. oh, it's like oh, and my kids are leaving the city. Dad like, truce, or, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, truce. They're not even going to their. You know, grandfather's can, funeral, it, and it's funny because it's like Ken is just so blue. Like he, he even you know he in the previous one where he's arguing with Rava is completely prioritizing his self and his work over the kids. Yeah, and do you not, know what I'm doing? Yeah, yeah. You know how many like, countries I have yeah. are, like are counting on me? Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, they get they get. Um, you know, Je- they're getting their window beat on. Jess gives them, like, a pin where to go and park, I guess, for the funeral. Uh, that was a throwaway moment. Like, she yeah. made it seem like it was, like, all of it was shut down. So, I, I don't know. It was, for me, I was yeah, just like, it, what did that matter? Like, no, I get I mean, you trying to say the city's shutting down. But I mean, like, I think it's to get to the point, like, to get the Jess uh, conversation with Ken. So, like, yeah. Jess, Jess is from, you know, the previous week disappointed, like, about what's going on with with Mankin. And then I think she sees, like, after what happened, and she sees Kendall, like, gonna be screwed. She wants to talk, you know, she basically wants to... uh, Let's put some time on the calendar, talk to a a family lawyer about getting custody. Uh, What's this on my calendar for Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. It's just you and me? Yeah. Oh, it's it's on the week. Talk about future or whatever, and then it's like... But yeah, and then he's all, like, why would you want to do that? Yeah, she wants to quit. Yeah. He's just so, you know, and it's funny, because, like, you have that in real life bosses that are like, you know, they don't want you to leave or why would you do this? And others that would be like, all right, cool. Like, what do you want your next step to be? Let's help you get there. And Kendall yeah. is like, you know, he's all pissing. He's like today, yeah. today, but like just put it on the calendar for a different day. He's the one who kept pressing to talk about it today. Yeah. And so he gets all pissy about it, but it's kind of a, it's, it's a moment that could have been, I think it was just to kind of expand on yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on how Kendall is, but that, it that's, really that scene I get probably yeah, yeah. not going to have like too much bearing on the show. I mean, it could have been cut out for yeah there, but um, I mean, she's still stuck around. Like yeah, she was at the end of the funeral, like with Ken when he's like glad handing everybody on yeah, their way she, out. Well, so yeah. she's like, yeah, I'm still going to work she for gets you. Paid, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just talk about opportunities people do all the time. Yeah, um, but then they get you know you get. Before the funeral, you have um, Tom and Greg in the office. Um, oh, yeah. Greg's like, hey, I really need to go to grieve. <laughs> you know, Tom's like, 
uh, I can't. I got to stay here. And uh, the world is on fire, Greg. Yeah. Like Baltimore is on fire. The head uh, of ATN. Like yeah. Is it? He Tom's all pissed at the paper and the outline of like the decision making of calling the thing and. And Darwin is, like, the big decision-maker. Yeah. And Tom's, like, very small with, like, a one sentence under him. Yeah, at and, the party or, what, like, the post-election whatever, like, he was nervous about being scapegoated for... Because he was like, whatever the kids say is um, what I'm going to do. And now he's mad that his role has been diminished. Like, yeah. pick a lane, dude. Well, and then he, you know, is, can't go to the funeral because he's dealing with all that. And he tells Greg, you know, like, I was the wheel man. And Greg wants to take his place. And he's like, tell Mankin... If you you know get meet with Megan and tell him that uh, that I did it that I that I pushed this through. Tell everybody it was and my then, decision. But then later on, <laughs> Greg tell because we we don't go into detail, but Greg tells him, yeah, Tom and uh, I work with Tom and uh, Tom and I pushed this through. Like, Greg's <laughs> yeah. just throwing him in there, uh, his name around, right? So, oh my god, that was great. Greg's always looking out for number one. God, um, Greg. But yeah, the funeral, you know. Everybody's there. Um, Matson, Mankin. Um, yeah, President elect Mankin shows up. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Carrie shows up. Carrie shows up with her brother. Carrie's and on like lawyer. row 30. Yeah. It, and yeah, Carolyn goes over and says hi, uh, brings them up to the front. And saying like, "This is uh, this is Suzanne. This is it. She's my she's my uh, you. This she is was my Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. But that's all water on the bridge yeah. now, right? And like Suzanne was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Like it was super awkward. Love and, and then, her brutal honesty. Yeah. Then uh, uh, Carolyn says Logan would hate this, and they're oh. like all they're laughing, and Marsha's like, at least we don't have to listen to him grind his teeth tonight. <laughs> and like it's just so." Yeah, she, like, grabs, like, Carrie's hand. Yeah. It's, like, a nice moment of, yeah. like, yeah, the, the, the former wives club almost for Carrie. It, like, yeah. they're all together. Like, you're just shy, like, yeah, a couple of people, and you got a full deck. <laughs> yeah. You needed Raya in there, too. Raya, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, and Caroline also has, you know, him and her and Peter Munyon, the Onion, yep. like, with the kids. Um, she immediately senses Shiv's pregnant, because, I mean, she's now she's Holy starting to smokes, show. yeah. And I yeah. thought you were just grief eating. Yeah. What did Rowan <laughs> say? <laughs> yeah, I missed that one from the car. Grief eating. Holy shit. Uh, but then Peter Munya comes over there and oh he's like, uh, Daddy's here. <laughs> that was so brutal. <laughs> I love how the kids Rowan was like, Oh, great. Mom's marrying a bowl of porridge. <laughs> a bowl of oatmeal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daddy's here. And they're just like, Uh. Oh, then, yeah. And then. You know, Greg basically asked Shiv if she could if he could be in the the Tom's place in the coffin, and Peter Munyon's like, "I'll do it," and and Shiv's like, "Greg, yes, you know," no. and it's like, "There's Greg front and center," you know, on the procession. But you know, we get to the speech. You and um, or Roman tells. Greg, not to let Ewan talk because Ewan wants to talk, you know, Logan's yeah. brother. If he, like, yeah. starts to unfurl a banner or <laughs> chants out in a union <laughs> songs. Songs. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. Put great. a stop to it, but obviously. Um, yeah, he's, like, slapping Greg away. Yeah, he's like, no, no it's no. like. There, it's like old man wandering the stage. It's just like, uh. And Greg's like, Grandpa, Grandpa, like, uh, where are you going? Like, you're causing a scene. And he grabs his arm and. You and just like 
flings his, you know, flings him away. And it's great. I mean, James Cromwell is fucking oh, fantastic. Yeah. But what kind of kids would stop a brother from speaking at a funeral but for the sake of a share price? Yeah. It's wonderful. And then the speech, you know, we, we learn... We learn a lot. We learn kind of what drove Logan and how they came over to the U.S. and being silent, like in a wayward Ship. boat, yeah. to like so they wouldn't die. And you got to be quiet, or the U-boats will get yeah. you. Yeah, and then for the, five days, three, three, three days. days? Yeah. yeah, they just communicated with their eyes, or um, yeah, and then they went and lived with an uncle. And the, they sent him off to a different school. Yep. And apparently he got sick. Yeah, and maybe bought polio back, which killed Rose, who Rose was uh, their little sister. Yep. And basically the aunt and uncle blamed him for that and never disavowed him. Yeah, never did uh, anything to dissuade yeah. him of that belief. It was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and so that's where, like, you see where his life, his dis, like meanness and yeah, yeah. Um, they came over during the war when he was four and his brother was five and a half, something yeah, like that. They were I'm, yeah. children, children, right? But I think that also tells you like probably where the like the uh, scar marks on his back came from. Like his aunt and uncle probably beat the shit out of him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We learn more about Logan from you and speech. Yeah. That we did probably in all the five seasons. Because, like, we knew about, like, Rose, and, like, yeah. that was a thing for him in season three or four. Well, we don't know what Rose was. We just know the kids told uh, Rhea to yeah. say, like, toast to Rose. Yeah, which was his sister's name. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, like, he blames himself. Well, we didn't himself. know, like, yeah. what yeah. happened to the sister, but we yeah. know that he, that's why he was upset with that toast. And, yeah. Um, yeah, all of this sets up, like, now Roman has to follow this. Yeah, and Roman, I know, like, you know, Roman's looking at the coffin. You can tell he's getting nervous, and, you know. Greg was the right wheel, man. Y- Ewan finishes the speech, and, I mean, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was a fair speech. I loved him. You know, I loved my brother. and Godspeed. And, yeah, so, yeah. That, I mean, he pointed out, but he kind of, it was kind of an um, explanation of of how, Lo- why Logan was this way. And yep. that he never, he never, like, hated him for being that way because he understood. Yeah, yeah. And he, that's why I think kind of, um, yeah, he- uh, Ewan was kind of out of the picture because he didn't want to become that right so logan only gave away a couple of his millions of the billions that he made it's just like all right all right ewan yeah but ewan also like told greg if he you know it would cut him out of the will if he i mean they they all have their problems yeah yeah but uh, yeah it was a fair shake from ewan i it went i think it went better than i thought it would yeah um and I was just waiting for the kids to be like, okay, start the orchestra, like cut the mic and like, yeah. move on, but it never happened. Yeah, so. I was thinking that, but they're the, that's the thing. They're kind of, the kids are they're weak in that yeah. regards. Like, like if the if Logan if oh. the truth, get the fuck out. You yeah, know, Logan would have stood stood next to him and be like, you're done. Yeah, like 
like it would have been a different story and yeah. and then you know roman goes uh, like you know ken's like you got to get a rebuttal like yeah. like get, uh, <laughs> share our side give like, the other side the other side yeah and you know he gets up there and that's what that's what frank is like it's okay son yeah and he's like you're not my father yeah. and i'm already pre-reading yeah. things but yeah we missed the other line from roman like when they first sit down he's like oh marcia uh, <laughs> sexy sexy funeral lady yummy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go hit her on her on my way up there. Yeah, hit on the way up in this stage. You think that'll be bad if I have sex with her yeah. on the coffin? <laughs> <laughs> he is just so, dropping all these like fucked up lines because he like he's, can't deal with it. He's cooking yeah. until he gets up there, <sighs> and then he gets up there and just flames out. He can't talk. As soon as he coughs uh, into uh, my, the mic, my, my dad. Yeah, uh, Logan. Uh, uh, and like he can't. He's like going through the cards. Yeah. He like can't get a sentence out. Yeah. He just crumbled. Yeah. And then he walks down, and, and he's then, like, he's like, yeah, like waving his siblings over. Connor went up with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like all like the other three like siblings went over to him, and he just basically falls in Ken's hands. Yeah. And is like falling apart, crying. Yeah. And. So then Ken is like, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll say it. And he's like got a pen, like he's going to write down some like thoughts on his way up there. <laughs> no, he's the same thing. He's like, fuck it. He's yeah. Like, he's just like, yeah. It, and it's funny because I was thinking about this because I don't know. I thought Ken's speech was, I mean, it's, it's interesting because Ewan was talking about the child, some childhood stories and how he became the way he was. Yeah. And Ken's was all about like, decision making and power like not understanding it, the scope of what their dad was doing when they were kids like is he talking yeah. about playing outside his office right well Shiv mentions that, oh, that was ken, ken right, just yeah. talks all like business yeah like, of course he yeah. was um a yeah, he brute met, he met presidents but, and, and but, blah, 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 yeah. but he had to make um decisions and like he was cold yeah, yeah. and i think I mean, it was kind of, to me, I'm like, he was rambling on. A little bit. Um, and I didn't think it was a, but it's kind of like the Living Plus speech where it ends up. Yeah, he finds his way. He finds his way through it. And I think the one of the most pointed things that he says in the, the eulogy that also explains how he's different from the kids and why he's successful at it was that he was as comfortable in a room with heads of state and presidents and leaders just as comfortable in there as he was with in the home of his like viewers. Viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, and I mean, that's how you could tell. And just going back to season one or season two, where they visited the parents of the kid that was, that Kendall killed. I thought the same thing. And yeah, it was, like Logan is super comfortable and they're talking with the parents and everything and, and that level and Ken is just like wanting to get out and yeah. probably because they also killed him but yeah, yeah, yeah. but like being in that environment they, they don't subject themselves and, and that was a the theme of the show Logan's like how many none of you idiots know the price of milk yeah like well, we saw, like, in the episode where uh, before Logan dies, when he yeah. comes to meet him at the karaoke bar, they're all out of place in that basic bar yeah. where they yeah. think they're going to get the same drinks as the common Joe. Yeah. And then they go to the karaoke bar, and they all look completely out of place. And Logan walks in, and he's like, 
It could be like his regular Thursday night. Like he's so comfortable. Yeah, it is. No matter care. where he goes. Yeah, and he, it, he came from nothing. Yeah. Whereas Kendall has always had something, and and that's why he's resented his kids. Yeah. Because, and that's where I think the beauty of the, the the the, the dueling eulogies comes from you and explaining. Yeah. We came over on a ship, you know, to escape Europe basically, and then live with an uncle, and started with nothing. And the kids are like, they were handed everything. They yep. never had to work for, in, in his eyes, because yeah, he yeah, came yeah. from nothing. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's where, like, his, Logan's biggest fa- fear or biggest failure that he felt as a dad was not installing the same, yeah, same edge and toughness and, uh, the what he had yeah into the kids because but it's hard if you're not from yeah. that environment like it's hard when you're also trying to run a multi-billion dollar yeah. corporation yeah yeah but even like i mean so later shiv says like uh, talk to matson of the pregnancy like like cold hard bitch like yeah 36 uh, vanity c-section yeah you know. and that's how she grew up with her mom paternity, the mom shipped off the dad leave, and the like, dad you know there yeah. was there they they grew up in a fucked up family. Yeah. And that's they're fucked up. Now and they were handed everything and they really never had, you know, the challenges that that um Logan had, no. right? No. And so I think that's where that's the difference is and that's why I think they're all three gonna fail. Yep. Because even like just saying like if you're in charge of a company, you have to know, you're not going to know the ends and the daily no. of everything, but you have to know, you know, you have to know the price of milk. You have to know how things work. You don't know how you have to know, like how to, you know, data entry and invoice, no. like particularly, but you have to know like how much you're spending. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing that kids have no idea. That's why they're not serious people. They just, well, they and, just look at the numbers, right? Like, like Tom but, is like, Oh, we're, we're up 40. Uh, we're up 15%. And Logan's like, yeah, but we're, our spending well, is up 40%. And, and that's the thing with all these hangers on and the kids, you look at the number, but is that good or bad? Right. And why is it that? Yeah. Like, and they don't know. Is it real? Is that even real? Well, like, even positive? if it's yeah. real, and you have like, let's see, it was like fifteen percent, three percent, mother. Okay, what? But, but your spending is up. Yeah, and you're you already your in the red. Or yeah, you know, because that's the thing. I remember when when I was getting my MBA, and like we had someone, I think from Shell or somebody, come in and talk in, in one of my classes, and uh, I think it was finance, like international finance, and they talked about like, you know, we don't do a project if we're not going to get like a rate of return of like 18% yeah. like as a minimum. So like, you know, just thinking that like, okay, like, Oh cool. We got 10%. Well, that's underachieving. Yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, you may that's think it's a but you don't know. Yeah. Right. So that's what none of these kids and Tom and others say they don't know because they're not serious. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. They don't fully understand. Yeah. Logan understood everything as economic units. He understood the world. Yeah. He, he came from both sides. Right. Yeah. He got it. The kids don't. When they talked about 
and you and I talked about it, there was a meagerness to him. And yeah. he's like, I suppose there was a meagerness to me as well. But I think that's what happens when, you know, you I know people who have come from money, but they're the people who became wealthy in that were very meager in their spending because yeah. that's how they grew up. You yeah. know, maybe depression in the depression or whatever. So they didn't have money. So when they got money, they didn't spend money. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what happens there is that old money that's not spent goes down to the kids who don't know how to operate, but they still, the money is so much that they can't screw it up. No. Yeah. It's billions. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not uh, Brewster's millions. And you're not going to yeah. blow through it in like 48 hours. Yeah. But yeah, we get we get through the funeral. Um, yeah, there's going to be a memorial after, even though Logan doesn't want a memorial. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so like Roman screws up. He Ken gives recover. a speech. Shiv gives a Shiv. speech, which was pretty heartfelt because she like she got me when she started talking to the coffin. She was like, yeah. "We'll be okay, Dad." I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, she did pretty good. Um, and then they're on their way out, and Hugo tells Kendall that, like, Shiv is making a play with Madsen for a U.S. CEO. Hugo balling out this episode. Hugo is... he's, like, tells Ken A to release the the, report came out that the numbers are, the Indian numbers are fake, which Shiv does a great job of getting Madsen. She managed that. She's good at that. Well, that's the thing. She's a political player, and I think, I, I think... She's doing everything that she can, but I think a, I think she's going to be screwed in the yeah. end for various reasons. But, um, she becomes the new Ebba. Yeah, they go to um, yeah, they get gets blood. Blood bank. Yeah. Uh, they go to the mausoleum first before the after party. That's right. Yeah, yeah they yeah. get in the car. Casket went out. They get in the car. They go to the mausoleum. Yeah, which is great. He's the pest uh, control guy that he bought it from for $5 yeah, million. Dollars. Pest controller was like a pet supply. Petsupply.com. Pet yeah, guy gave it up. $5 million, though. Good deal. Good deal. I mean, it's forever. So, yeah. And I love how it was, dude, like the red, like, <laughs> curtains and, like, flowers. Oh, and, was Shiv said, like, is, Shiv said, is, like, was it Khrushchev or Stalin? Like, yeah. she said something to yeah. that effect. Um, Rushed? Not Rushed. Rushed? <laughs> Not Rushed. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they go in, but Roman can't go no, in. No, um, Khan, you know, Khan is like just loving all this, and he's yeah, like, he is. He's like, uh, what do you think, top bunk? Like, he's like, I'm, I was, I'm, I was all in on uh, cryo, cryo, but uh, yeah. I, I, I think I could do the top yeah. bunk here. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's like three additional. So is Logan the one that in the big like central? I think yeah, sarcophagus yeah. basically. Yeah. Like yeah, I very Napoleon. Like there was. More on the sides. On each yeah, side. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's like for whoever, like his family and every, you know, all of his uh, yeah. lovers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you got to make room. Yeah. But yeah. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ken like, said, like, there, Ken said, I, I don't know. I could barely have a, a drink I with the guy. I couldn't even finish a drink with And Dan. then Roman's like, he made me not breathe. <laughs> like, you're whatever. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't breathe with him. Yeah. Like, so he stays outside and like yeah he, he like gets in the car and he like, can't even do like no after like a few minutes he's like I can't do it like no. he just you know he's having a breakdown and he because he never grieved and no. it's just hitting him um and then 
they go back. They didn't show any of the service at the you know graveside. No. They just they showed like getting there, and then the next thing you know, like after they are inside, they're like taking the chairs down. Well, that's when um, Ken talks to Hugo, to yeah. and basically says like, "Hey, um, making moves. Uh, I want you to put out." Um, release that the board's sour on the deal. Yeah. The, Key well, family members are yeah. not in favor, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, I need a right-hand man. Yeah. It's like, you're going to... The scraps at the table will yeah, be... Mil- you know, you're you won't be, be a key player, but... You're going to be my dog. Uh, you won't be a key player. Scraps in the millions. Yeah. Uh, and Hugo goes... Woof, woof. So good. That's fucking great. So, I, uh, Hugo is balling. Yeah. yeah. Which... Like Carol, like I, I like Fisher Stevens and Hugo's like on a roll, but like Carrie was so good too, and yeah. like now she's just been thrown, like been sacrificed, like scenes for, uh, you know Hugo, but which Hugo, you, Hugo's dirty though, like Carrie yeah. was just good. Well, right? he, yeah, Ken has now knowledge that Hugo did some insider trading around the time Logan yeah. died, so he's got that on him, and he doesn't want to break out the strap on, but. Um, you know, one thing about Carrie that I didn't realize is I was like, oh, cool, she's hanging out with the, like, ex-wife. Carol. No, I was talking about Carol. Carolyn. So oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, go ahead well, with Carrie. But, yeah, Carrie, like, like, oh, cool, she's part of the ex-wives club, but she's getting nothing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait. They're all going to make her sign an NDA. She's going to get, like, $15 million. Like They're going to get, she's going to get money. She's going to get money. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, so, anyways. Yeah, yeah, basically, Hugo's taking over the Carolina spot. Um Jess wants to quit, so he doesn't even have that. So Ken is like trying to pull in all these assets, right? He's like going after Hugo. Oh, and then they get to the they get to the memorial, the party or the yeah. after party, and after he party. talks to Colin. And yeah, they're handing out champagne at this after party. He, talk, he talks to Colin and basically like, "Hey, have you been talking to Head Shrinker?" He's like, "That's supposed to be confidential." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah." How about you want to talk to me? Like, yeah. come work come for work me. Come work for me. And uh, so I think he's like, I got nothing but time. Yeah, <laughs> and I think he's got he's got Colin, he's got Hugo, and then the real fun starts like at the end of the episode, like towards the end. We have, you know, Mankin shows up. Ken goes and talks to Mankin, and then uh, then Greg comes over there. And <laughs> Roman's like, Greg, fuck off. Well, no, Greg comes over. That was at the funeral. He tells. Greg tries to go over there and oh, talk to right. the yeah. Tom, and then he tells him to fuck off. And then when Ken's talking to Mankin, then Greg goes over there and jumps in too. And then Rome, or does Rome come over first? And then yeah, Rome comes over yeah. first, and then Mankin calls him Tiny Tears. And uh, oh yeah, he was and, letting he was letting Rome yeah, have and, it. And and Ken's like, hey, because right. Ken's always been protective. Rome's like, hey, hey, not today. And Ken's like. Or Rome's like, that's okay. We're yeah, he's always around. been protective of Rome. Yeah. You enjoy yeah. being in the cage. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> then then Connor comes over. Oh, my God. And is trying to, like, talk about macro Slovenia, micro uh, budgeting. What, what's the travel <laughs> expense? What's the travel budget for uh, Ambassador to Slovenia? Like, uh, what, what do you think about Hamburg? And it's just like... Dude, what? Like, yeah. yeah, he's. They're all just trying to interject. And then Greg comes over, and you've got brothers, cousins, and then finally Shiv comes over and is like, "I'm your extraction uh, unit or whatever." And he's like, "Okay, you yeah." Know. He's like, "Whatever." Mank is just like, 
All right, I'm gonna. I've got all these people who can be. I'm just gonna listen. He's yeah. like, I've got the election. Yeah, you are all nothing to me now. Like, yeah. the, none. He is just making the appearance. None of this shit matters. Yeah, because even I think like Roman was well, like Ken or Ken. Ken asked him like, oh, "Yeah, where are we at on this?" And you know, he was like, "Yeah, when can we see like a statement from yeah. the white from from your office about regulatory and blah blah blah?" And he's like, "Well, I." will try to help in any way that I can. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, he has no interest in being, well, f- like, forefront on this thing. Well, and it leads to later on, like, um, well, we can, we'll talk about there, because after, um, yeah, he, Ken mentions that, and then Shiv pulls Mankin aside yep. and meet with Matson. Takes him to Matson. Matson's talking, like, I want a Waystar. Um, and then, of course, hmm. it's like, okay. And I'll, then, I'll cut to the chase. We're both busy. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, he gets it. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it's like, you don't want to, you know, what do you want? These two tiny, you know, guys in your pocket or, or, you know, work with me. And then, you know, of course, then his thing, Mankin is the, oh, well, syphious and regulatory. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, we'll have, we can have a, what about a US-based CEO? And he's like, oh, Okay. Who's you ever mind? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I not... don't know what KK, like, he calls her Kendi, Kandi <laughs> Kunta or whatever. Yeah. Well, and then they were talking about the political views, and, and Matt, uh, Mattson says, uh, privacy, pussy, pasta. Yeah. Uh, and, like, yeah. it's like, but they're, you know, they're having the conversation, and, like, you know, they're like, "What do you have in mind?" And whatever he says about Shiv, and he's like, well, you know, I "She he hates me." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, like I'm flexible." Yeah, she's like, "I'm flexible," and uh, yeah, Matt's yeah. like, "Good, tell him you don't yeah. hate him." And she's like, yeah. "Oh, I don't think that's relevant." Yeah. I'm like, yeah. "See, you idiot, <laughs> just bow down to but, it." But yeah. she does at the end. She ends up saying like, "I'm flexible," and yeah. like our viewers uh, love you, and I support you know our viewers, and he's like. Your, I love your viewers, and so Macon knows it, better. Well, and I think that's well. I don't know because I think, I mean, I think, I think it sways with Matson, and I think, I mean, at the end, you basically or you get with Matson leaves the party and calls Shiv and says Macon says yes, and she's glowing, and but the thing is, is as we we both I think think that Matson's gonna screw her over, and 100%. there's gonna be another American CEO, but it's not gonna be Shiv. It's not gonna be Shiv. Um, and then, <laughs> it's, then gonna we, be, it's gonna be Connor. We he's gonna he's they're gonna put Connor I, I, as a CEO. Greg, so it's so, gonna be Greg. Well, he puts Connor as CEO so that way he's not fucking around with Macon in an yeah. in, in ambassadorship. He just gets him off the plate. Yeah, yeah, that'd be hilarious. I, it, yeah, Greg for sure. Greg's been weaseling his way into everything, but um, but then Ken is talking to Rome. Basically, now is treating him like Logan. Like, hey, oh my God, yeah. I need your help. Like, um, you know, we Shiv's Shiv and, Shiv. It's the Roy Boys versus Shiv the Shiv, and we have no leverage with Mankin and like yeah, Rose it, like well, it, like we got a bullshit we yeah. got Mankin rat no no you fucked it and uh, and like you fucked the speech we bro. have no leverage uh, uh, 
His dick should be in our hands, but our dick is in his hands. Uh, you fucked it, bro. No, no, you did. You fucked it. And, like, so he's really, he's trying to be Logan, but he he's not. No. But. As much as he wants to be, he's just, he's a shadow of Logan. Yeah. And then you have, to, I mean, and Tom finally shows up. And. Tired again. Tired. He's always so tired, but. They have a good moment. Schiff has about 50 different faces in this episode. Oh, my God, yeah. But uh, basically, like, go to our place and sleep and, you know. I'm, I'm tired. I haven't slept yeah. in, like, 48 hours. The, the people at the hotel know me, and I hate that. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and he's like, look, I, he was like, I didn't go to the funeral because, like, I already said, like, I was with your dad. Yeah. Like, I was I, the first one in the door. Like, yeah. So I already said my goodbye. It, he said... <laughs> He said your dad doesn't hold as much influence anymore. (laughs) (laughs) At the beginning of the conversation, that was beautiful. Yeah. Tom, do you really think he would have skipped his funeral if he was still alive? (laughs) Well, I think he's lost a little bit of influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, because he's dead. He is dead. (laughs) Yeah. He's not even grinding his teeth at night. Yeah, but some, I mean, sometimes influence, I mean, I think he lost a lot of influence, but his influence remains. Oh, yeah. Like. Uh, pretty heavily on everybody involved in the deals and the old timers and the kids and the four wives club in the front. Oh, awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, then Tom, yeah, Tom's going to go get some shut eye. Yeah. Tom gets shut eye. And, um, I think we basically end, end the episode with Roman going out on the, like after, Ken's giving them the grilling yeah. about he fucked the deal and how he kind of uh, shit the bed yep. with the Speech. the eulogy yeah. and he goes on the street and he's like it's like one of those things where they're trying to feel or feel something different or I, I don't know he goes and he just starts talking shit to all the protesters yeah um He's and, like at the barricade. He's like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, fuck yeah. you! Like you're an idiot. You're stupid. You don't understand. You morons. You yeah. don't even know. Yeah, yeah. And they don't. I they mean, don't. that's a that's the sad thing is how real. Yeah. This is and how the one percent influence everything politically. Um. What happens in the country? And yeah. I think that's the show does a good job reflecting that, but. You know, he crosses a barrier and guy gets elbowed and gets like kind of trampled on. So I'm sure we're yeah. gonna see a beat up Roman in the finale. <laughs> Goes back with a black eye. Yeah, I think I saw there was some damages in the scenes yep. from next week. So, um, but yeah, lots to digest. I think this was a longer than normal episode too. I think it was like an hour ten. It felt like it, it yeah. was. It felt long. Um, but I think it does what they do best. Like a lot of backroom politics church and state so it was really it was a lot of wheeling and dealing and yeah as soon as the funeral was over it was was back to grease and palms yeah yeah no like no you know what do they call those like when there's like a war but then they do a day where Oh yeah, truce. Yeah, yeah. Just like for a holiday or something. Yeah, like there's no, <laughs> there's no rest for for these people. So no. yeah, there's no time to stop when even though Logan's died, there's no time to stop when you're trying to claw your way to the top. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? 
No. We no. could talk for days. Yeah. Expect some big stuff next week, people. Um, you know, yeah, over the next couple of weeks because we're going to have to yeah. parse yeah, some we're of gonna parse it out. But uh, yeah, appreciate everybody kicking it with us this week. Uh, you know, be sure to check our podcast on all the platforms. Uh, check out our Instagram at CanWeKickAPod. Email us, CanWeKickAPod1 at gmail.com. Check out the website, kickingitmedia.com. And as uh, Chuck likes to always say, mahalo.